Hello, my angels, and welcome back to the Mastering the Conscious Feminine podcast. If you're new here, my name is Katie. This episode is a replay of the IG Live that I did with Jess on her page at EnlightenWell on Instagram. She invited me on to talk about vaginismus and healing it, to talk about sex positivity, and we're going to get deep into it in this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy listening to the replay. I also want to mention that my four-week My Feminine Self Mentorship Coaching and Healing Program is now open for enrollment. All the information on that is on my page. I made a major shift in a matter of two weeks at the beginning of fully healing my vaginismus. In two weeks, if I can experience a major shift, imagine how much magic we can create together through four weeks of support and healing and intuitive guidance. And I'm so, so grateful to be calling in the beautiful souls who are ready to dive into their divine feminine to embrace their radiance and sensuality, and to feel like a goddess. Now let's get to the replay of the Instagram Live. Hey, how's it going? Good afternoon. Uh, So I'm going live today with Katie. And... Ah, there she is. So, there we go. Hi, Katie. I'm glad you know what you're doing because I'm figuring it out still. So, I think I gave her permission to join. No problem. There we go. Hi. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I go live on Instagram all the time. So, I was just like, okay, I know what to do. Let me make it easy. No problem. I've done a couple, but it's definitely not uh, not part of my routine, but becoming part of the routine. Um, so I first met Katie. Uh, we both taught at a studio. She taught dance and I taught like, uh, like kind of hit classes. Um, and it's been so cool to, uh, to like watch Katie's progression and sort of evolution in her um, business and in her like approach to things and it's just awesome to see other women uh kind of evolving and growing into themselves and their passion and stuff um so welcome katie um thank you so today our topic we're talking about um vaginismus and sex positivity so i wanted to start katie what is vaginismus So vaginismus is the involuntary clenching of the vaginal muscles. And there are a variety of things that can cause vaginismus. And there are also different levels of vaginismus. So for example, the cause of it can be something that occurred emotionally in childhood. And maybe that vaginismus is just some discomfort that needs to be healed or Maybe that extends as far as having a sexual trauma to where that vaginismus is actually painful or childbirth or whatever it is. 
and it has a variety of different symptoms that can come along with it, whether that is discomfort and pain just with penetration, or if that's actually affecting your daily life. So there are a lot of different layers to this, but that's just the general explanation of what it is. So I had struggled with this myself after the birth of my second kid. Um, when like I just didn't heal great and I got into kind of what I guess the doctor described as like a negative feedback loop where like I was anticipating pain and then so like my body was sort of like bracing to prepare for pain but then that made the pain worse. <laughs> same here, same here. Better. Um so I feel like this is a thing that is not talked about a lot. And I know that like when I was struggling with this after the birth of my kid that, uh, you know, a lot of my providers, my healthcare providers sort of treated it like, um, like you just need to figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like it's, you know, even among other um, moms and stuff that like it was not really a thing that anybody was talking about and I know I felt really ashamed about it and struggled a lot so like why do you think that people are not talking about this so I feel like there are a few different things that come into this so number one we uh, tend to have a very hypocritical society where only the sex that is disconnected and kind of gives this very impulsive adrenaline hit is seen as like the new wave and everyone needs to try it. Whereas the deep emotional love connection of sex is fearful to so many people and a lot of people don't know how to navigate it. And as far as talking about it with Doctors and healthcare providers, of course, there are so many doctors that have kind hearts, but for the industry itself, I'm trying to find a way to word this without Instagram taking this down, but <laughs> <laughs> the services are built not to treat the cause. They uh, might provide something that can mask that very, very well but it's not getting to the root of it. And there's this mindset of, well, if we just mask it, then we'll have this person as a client and a patient like for a long time. Where if you actually think about it, if you fully treat someone, then you're not losing anything. In fact, they might recommend you to 10 other people, but that is not the mindset of the general health community as of right now, there's very much of a push everything uh, under the covers sort of way of going about things. And when we continue to um, feel negative emotions or shame or guilt around this type of thing, then we ultimately uh, don't step into our power as well because sexuality is so so powerful not just as a way of connecting with other people on a very deep level but we can and this is like a whole other topic that I love to talk about on my page but we can manifest with sexual energy we can heal with sexual energy 
there are different things to where we can use the power of sex to amplify our life, to create a thriving life. But we are having this battle right now between, uh, I don't want to say good versus evil, but the old and the new ways of thinking and going about things. Hmm. So you're, so like my, uh, my pain was pretty directly caused by like childbirth trauma. Right. And I think that that's pretty common, but you were having pain, like you've not had kids, like how, like what was the cause? How did you kind of figure it out? So I want to mention, so I'm still like very young now. I'm only 20 years old and I figured this out on my own. Like, you know, so uh, where everything started for me was in childhood where there was a man in my existence. He wasn't related to, he wasn't related to me. Uh, It was my mom was in a relationship with this person and this person was, manipulative and emotionally abusive in that manipulative way and I was only like five years old at the time and I knew this person was not it this person did not have good intentions um children are very intuitive and can pick up on things like that and uh, my mom was a very loving and nurturing person and it took her a while to see what was happening But after that, that is what started a pattern of people pleasing, a pattern of trying to fix what I saw as a broken masculine. Um, So for example, when I started to become sexually active as I got older, I was constantly attracting in guys who were who had traumas and wounds that weren't solved. And I just thought to myself, if I could fix this and uh, like use my sexual radiance to heal this man, then like the world will be perfect. But that's actually so, so unhealthy. And I didn't make a lot of good sexual decisions. So from what happened in childhood when I first started to become sexually active, you know, obviously way after that point, it was at first only discomfort. I could feel the tightness, I could feel the anxiety, but it's just discomfort. But as I continued to make unhealthy decisions where I wasn't committing to myself, where I wasn't treating my own body in a healthy way, it progressed to pain, it progressed to more anxiety, um, including like performance anxiety, trying to make my body look a certain way, thinking that if I do this move wrong, then that person isn't going to like me anymore. So I had an abandonment wound going on, Um, which, you know, stems back from that childhood experience that was now playing out in my, in my sex life. And then uh, after a couple years, I got into a very good relationship that I am still in. And I could see how it was affecting my relationship. Because now at this point, not only was there pain, but I was tightened so much to where nothing could even get in. 
Yeah. And I ignored it for such a long time. I also had really unhealthy friendships. And then COVID hit. I feel like everyone has this healing story during COVID because we were all just inside and all of the things that we have pushed mm -hmm. under started to come to the surface. You got to deal with yourself because the distractions <laughs> are all gone. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, at the time I was in college, I was miserable. I stopped going to college. I said, this is it. I'm done. Um, the friends that I had at the time slowly fell out of my life because they were unhealthy and I wanted better for myself. And that's when I started learning about intuition and energy healing and my whole spiritual journey. I did have a fascination with spirituality at a young age, but I never dove into it how I did a couple of years ago. And then I ended up finding a company that was very sex positive and created like these crystal they can they can be called toys but i also like to call them tools and i have one here with me right now and i saw that some of these tools helped with vaginismus and could help with releasing the tension so i got this little guy right here um i forget the exact name of it but I ordered it. I joined a membership that was created by the company to help women with their sexual awakening. Long story short, I had all these products and they sat in my drawer for months. I didn't touch them. I did my journaling. I did my meditation and whatnot, but I did not touch the products that were actually going to help me along with the mental work. And eventually I was like, you know what? My relationship is suffering from this. I'm suffering from this. Something has to change. I have to battle this. And so then at this time, I, I also quit the membership a few months back because I wasn't doing the practices. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to cancel my membership. So at this point I was on my own. And luckily, with my knowledge of being an intuitive and being able to listen to what I need and to also channel the types of healing that I needed, I was able to listen to my body as to, okay, I'm feeling anxiety, putting just this little crystal in my body, which I, I don't have that one on me right now, but it's shaped like an egg. They're called yoni eggs. Um, they're good for healing vaginismus, but also in general for the pelvic floor and the womb health. And I was able to channel the breathing patterns I needed to open my body up. As I moved up the sizes of the yoni eggs I was using, I was able to channel different visualizations to help my body relax and open and to uh, massage out those points of pain so that way things were coming in easy instead of me trying to force it. And from there, I mean, things have been great. It's been a long journey. It's been, I'm 20 now. I, I first started experiencing this at 16. So imagine being 16 years old. And at this time, all my friends were coming to me for love and sex advice because I was just so open about it. 
meanwhile, I was like, I can't even do the thing that I'm helping people with. And I also felt very passionate about it in my intuitive work that I was starting as well. So there was like a battle of authenticity going on inside my mind. But I have learned the power of receiving, of surrendering. Uh, our general society is in a very go, 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 hustle sort of state, but that doesn't work with the feminine. It doesn't work with the feminine who wants to receive and surrender, especially during sex. And so I worked on that. And now I feel grateful that I can literally have control over each of my vaginal muscles, over every single point of tightness that I may be feeling. And I was also able to overcome the anxiety that came with it because I was able to teach myself how to feel safe, how to feel mm. comfortable, not only with my partner, but in my own body. So it was a culmination of a lot of different things, but the spiritual aspect of it played a huge, huge role because this isn't just physical. It is emotional and mental and spiritual. And now I, I love to talk about it all the time in my intuitive work. And I now feel confident in it and authentic in it. And it feels really great to be able to talk openly about it as well. Because for a long time, I didn't want to talk about it. I was like, I healed it, but eh, I don't want to talk about it. Um, and so that has been my journey leading up to this point. So you, um, you talked a little bit or like touched on like sex positivity. What, like, what does sex positivity mean to you? Sex positive. Sorry, sex positivity to me means not only embracing your body, but knowing that sexual desires are natural. We all have sexual areas of our body that hold a lot of life force energy. We can use it to create life, not just physical children, but also to create the reality that we want and how we want to feel and to know that all of this is normal and natural there isn't really anything that is outside of the box or shameful about being connected with your body and sexuality and i also want to mention that i have had some family members who uh, were and are very religious and in a sense that also played into my self-esteem with sexuality because it's normal to want to ask questions it's normal to be curious about why certain things on your body look or feel a certain way and you want to be able to talk openly about that without feeling judged or criticized and that's a huge part of sex positivity is being able to talk about it openly. Right. It's not a matter of going out and having as many casual partners as you want, which is kind of like the trend right now that, that is highly my, unhealthy. That to be my next question because I feel like that's such a common misconception that like sex positive means you're like running around screwing every single person that comes across <laughs> you. I'm like, that's not, that's no, not, not at all. And I mean, 
some people do that and that's fine for them if they're finding, you know, happiness and that's like working for them. But like, it doesn't have to be that. Right. Um, and talk a little bit about, so you mentioned like, uh, kind of being shamed about asking certain questions as a kid. And like with my kids, now, granted, my husband is a biologist, and so he just tends to explain any kind of questions that the kids have about, like, bodies or, you know, whatever in a very biological, just factual way. Like, my kids were very little when they were like, oh, mammals bear live young and feed their babies milk. And, like, that just is a thing that they knew because my husband taught them that. So, like, what... Like, how can you approach, um, you know, talking about sex or like, I guess, like your sex organs with kids in a way that is like not going to induce that shame? So I feel that it does start with the basics at a young age, uh, letting them know the exact wording for the sexual parts of their body. Like... For example, literally say the word vagina. You know, it's straightforward. That is what it's called. There's no need to cover it up. I think when we cover it up with other words, that's where the shame and taboo starts to come into play. Mm -hmm. Because now it's not like, oh, my vagina, it's that's my, that's my lady parts. Like we have to keep this small and then hush, hush. Right. And you just have to say it. You don't teach kids like secret names for like ears or elbows. You know what what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, why do the sexual body parts have to have like secret names? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sorry. I agree. (laughs) And then as they get older, I feel that it's important to lead up for them to understand intimacy in general. Mm -hmm. So for example, they understand that they feel love when they are hugged. They feel love when someone kisses them. Also showing them that, showing them the expression of these things, because sometimes if we don't see that a lot as a child, then we can grow up and feel really uncomfortable to receive that. So showing them this love and connection. And then as they get older in the teen years, I do feel that it is healthy to talk to them, not just about sex, but also masturbation. Because let's admit a lot of us when we're young, we've been curious. And we weren't sure where to turn to. And especially in my generation, there's the internet, which can either be really <laughs> harmful or really helpful. Right. So talk yeah, to them I, about that. So I am enough older than you that, like, that was not, like, it wasn't what it is now. And... So, and that has definitely been on my mind, like in, like, as my kids are getting into that, like pre-adolescent state that it's like, shit, I got to get to them before they get to the web. Um, Like it's, that's definitely been a thing that I have 
kind of thought about like they're gonna like they're gonna stumble I mean you hear about like very little little kids like googling like boobs or you know whatever just like silly stuff and and like I know how easy it is for me to like I'm googling I don't know I can't even think of something and end up with like sexual or pornographic stuff that it's like that was not what I was looking for at all. Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah. <laughs> it's just really easy to stumble across. And, uh, you know, I, I just think it's important to kind of, I don't know, talk to the kids before the internet gets them because it will. Yeah. Um, it's such a huge responsibility to take on as an adult with your kids because it can be scary, but especially the school system, from my experience, and I have a lot of younger siblings and cousins who, you know, I talk to them about, you know, what they're learning, their health classes, and it's just, it doesn't touch on what they need to know. Hmm. They're going to learn about how uh, life is created from the age of 13 to 18 and nothing's going to change in that curriculum and in their health classes. So talking to them about the different types of sex as well, because there are different types and sometimes things can get lost in translation. You know, when they get older, like, oh, am I a virgin or not a virgin? And mm. that's a whole other topic, but also there's a lot of shame that can come with that as well you know questioning am i this or am i that because it's kind of an identity thing that gets taken on so talking to them about the different types of sex um i know consent is a big one but there's also reading body language we have to learn how to read body language because one day when you are married then most likely there are times where sex is going to happen where you didn't have to talk about it. You just knew from each other's body language and it happened. So also being able to uh, understand people's psychology and reading their body language, paying attention to their inflection and tone of voice. Are they closing themselves off or are they opening up? That's a huge one. If they're closing off, most likely they don't want anything to do with you in that moment where if they're opening and receptive and relaxing, then you want to ease into that. Talking to them about dating, uh, sex and dating, if they're going into first time with someone, then obviously more verbal communication is going to be needed in that moment. So just a lot of different types of communication that need to be touched on. Yeah, yeah. So... Dude, Katie, we, I need to get wrapping up, but we didn't even get to all of my questions. And this has been so awesome talking to you. And uh, can you tell me more about, like, how can people work with you? Like, what are the services that you provide? Yes. So uh, my work is spiritual and energetic based. However, I also am certified in coaching. So I like to lead people through uh, the practical coaching steps. Uh, working with the subconscious mind and things like that. I have a half hour intuitive session service as well as a one to one and a half hour because sometimes it can go over 
uh, intuitive and energetic healing session. So uh, specifically with sex and relationship relationships, uh, sometimes traditional therapy takes a while because that person might not be able to see intuitively into the root of what's going on. And we can do that in the session. I can go through the, the practical steps as well as looking in intuitively. And then from there, I take clients into a meditation that is fully channeled in the moment to really work on what the goal of the session is and to start uprooting things at the energetic level because essentially everything has an energetic root that we can work on and heal and then we can go from there. And then I also have a one month program and this is the first time I'm talking about this because I just recently created the information packet, but it's a four week program called My Feminine Self and it is a one month deep dive into healing sexuality, relationships, body image, self-love. People get four sessions with me, so they're weekly sessions from an hour to an hour and a half, as well as my support throughout the month through messaging. So uh, I send out support text messages throughout the week. I channel exercises that can be done outside of the session. And uh, I want to mention, you know, at the beginning of my journey, if I can make a massive shift on my own in a matter of, uh, say, two weeks from where I was before, then imagine what can be done in a whole month with support. So that is available as well. And I also have classes I'm coming up with. And I really love for everyone to stay tuned for that. Dude, that's amazing. It's been uh, it's been really cool just watching from a distance, um, you kind of stepping into your own and like growing into where you are now. So very awesome. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, take care, Katie. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I feel so grateful to be able to deliver so much content around divine femininity, spirituality, intuition, and so much more. I will see you guys in the next episode.